2: welcome to security and security, hosted by johnny c this is the celebrity mental health podcast where i say it's okay to not be okay and if you have the same mantra as me then before we get to today's guest please subscribe to security and while you're listening and at the end of the episode leave a five-star rating and a review now let me tell you about my guest today The past 12 years, we've seen many parents of Made in Chelsea class come in from Binky's mum Jane, Sam and Louise Thompson's mum Karen, Jamie's mum Penny, and Habs' dad Patrice. But who we've not seen in Made in Chelsea is Emily Blackwell's mum in the past eight years that she's been on the show. And so, we've her podcast that she does with Emily called The Mother Half, available where you get your podcast from, like schooling Skirt on a Friday, I'm delighted to welcome to Security Skirt to find out how she has shaped Emily into one of the best Made in Chelsea stars of all time. It's Rachel Blackwell. Hello, Rachel.
1: Hiya, Johnny. Thank
2: you for having me on. So talk to me, how are you finding doing a podcast now every single week, but being in your 50s, which you mentioned a lot in the podcast, but just that whole validation of this new version of your life?
1: Well, it was Emily, really. What happened was obviously Made in Chelsea never came in for me, uh, which is fine. Still love the show. And Emily, I was on holiday on the beach and I got a voice note saying, I want to do a podcast, Mum, and I think you and I would be good. Because a lot of like Miles does his playtime pod with other cast members and other famous people. So she was thinking, how can I put a spin on it? (laughs) And she crazily chose her mother.
2: There's only a 24 year age gap between the two of you. And so, you know, if when you were going through, I suppose, your late 30s, early 40s, where you're still trying to find out who you are. Emily was also finding out who she was. So I suppose you went on very similar journeys together to find out who you are, which must mean that you're quite close when it comes to having those open conversations.
1: Emily and I have always been close. I don't think it's an age thing. I think it's because we are both very emotionally mature. You know, we're not book smart people, but we're street smart and emotionally. You know, we haven't got big egos. We don't take ourselves over seriously. And... Try to always see the other side, even when you think you're 100% right. Have a little look at how does that feel the other side. So I think it's more of our emotional intelligence.
2: Where does that come from for you, Rachel, that emotional intelligence?
1: Well, that's a really good question because I haven't been surrounded by it growing up. So I think it's, I had um, therapy for, for nine months, which was the best thing I've ever done. And it is nature nurture, so I just think it's in my my nature. It's definitely not in my nurture. Doesn't mean that I'm fantastic and anybody else isn't. It's just I do go. Oh, hold on a minute. Oh, what about? Oh, that's interesting. Well, let's have a think about that.
2: Where does that come from? That how did the therapy? What made you go? I'm going to do it now.
1: I just had a bit of an emotional low point, and I didn't feel great, so I went to my doctor. And just said, you know, I didn't want antidepressants. They'd be no good for me personally. So I went to the doctor and she said, I think you should go and talk to a professional. And I have to say, I thought, oh, great. Here we go. You know, I'm a loony poony. And this is a good few years ago now, by the way. You know, now mental health is really out there and it's brilliant. But back when I had it, it wasn't so much out there. You just took an antidepressant you know, mother's little helper. You know, I I had it for nine months and I wouldn't rule it out having it again. It's absolutely brilliant.
2: What did you learn from yourself? How did you change your life post doing that therapy?
1: It made me understand me more. So it got to the root of why certain emotions come out of me, why, you know, why I behaved like that, why I did that. You know, nothing critical, nothing, you know, nothing that isn't normal. I suppose in a bit of a pickle.
2: I like that. I like that yeah. in a pickle. I like that word. That's a very nice word to use. Because um, obviously, you, you know, you've know you gone through the therapy, but it's interesting. When you turn, so I turned 30 last year and I had that moment on my birthday, I just burst out crying. And I was like, this big realisation I'm 30. How was it for you with those big milestones of turning 40 and then turning 50?
1: I love it because it's a privilege that some don't get to have. So uh, if people say, oh, I hate getting old, I say, well, is the alternative better? not getting old. So I'm very positive about it. I love every birthday. I have to admit, when I hit 26, I thought, oh, I might as well be 30. And then when I hit 46, I went, oh, well, I might as well be 50. But now I've stopped that. (laughs) Now I'm like, okay, you know, let's... And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a big thing. I have to say, it wasn't something, like I didn't burst into tears on my 30th, I had a great big party. I sort of embrace every birthday as a bit of a gift.
2: Well, talking about gifts, the gift keeps on giving. You obviously had birth to Emily. She then becomes a made-in-Chelsea star. How did you find that process of her being spoken about in a pub, going, oh, you know, you should do this TV show. It was still very much dominating the headlines at the time. And as uh, in a mother's perspective, going, my daughter's going to be on TV and is going to be spoken about. And it was where we were just getting used to social media and the trolls were coming in as well.
1: I think... It has never been a problem. I've read some dreadful trolls on Twitter. I came off Twitter, but somebody calls your daughter the worst possible word. And you think, oh, I actually feel a bit sorry for you. That might, you've got, you've obviously got misplaced anger. If you are taking out the time to pull down somebody that you don't know, you just know Made in Chelsea, Emily. You know, they don't know the real Emily. But on the positive side, you know, trolling aside, I don't read them. I just scroll past and feel sad and think, oh, I hope you're all right. But the amount of positiveness that comes out, especially on a YouTube channel. YouTube's a lovely platform. Everybody is really, you know, oh, we love you, Emily. We love this. And that fills my heart with. I tend to focus more on positive than the negatives. And I just think, oh, pop it. I hope, I hope you're all right. I hope, you know, you can stop that and be... Don't be nasty. Of all the things you can be in this world, spiteful and nasty, they are really too way heavy on my heart. What if everything you could be, what on earth would you want to do to hurt somebody on purpose?
2: And also, you know, when everything happened with Harvey, um, you know, towards the end and everything that's happened since, you know, number one, Emily came out on top. You know, she got, we got to see how amazing she is to go, look, you made your mistakes but I'm not going to be responsible for that and I think that was really commendable but also the fact that it would have been really hard to watch it but I suppose she found a lot of strength in it how did you find as her mum seeing that side of her
1: it's filmed after the main event so I'd already gone through it with Emily so when I re-watched it on the tv I felt very proud of her um on the last podcast she does talk about ringing me up in a pickle I felt very proud and also you know I've just got to say, I really love Harvey. Harvey's a nice guy. He made a mistake, held his hands up-ish. <laughs> but he's, you know, he's a nice guy and he'll move on. And, you know, he has, you're bigger and better. And, but he's, you know, he's a nice guy. I felt, felt sad all round, really. Any relationship that breaks down is sad all round for whatever reasons. But Harvey was never going to be Emily's forever hug.
2: Well, no, that's Jordan. And uh, Emily and Jordan are now very happy. They've moved in together. Uh, Is there going to be an engagement ring coming out soon? Have you already started planting the seeds?
1: No, no, it's not my seed to plant. Um, Obviously, I believe at some point, but there's no rumbles of when or where or how or if. But no, no, there's definitely an if. It's It's not if, it's when. If you see them together, they are just a cracking couple. It fills my heart with warmth that, you know, She's And he's he's way more her.
2: So talk to me about the podcast, The Mother Half. If those who haven't listened yet, why should they be listening to it? It's
1: funny. It's a nice, light-hearted. If it is your cup of tea, you'll love it. You know, you can't be everybody's cup of tea. But if it is, if you like Abby Clancy and Peter's on the crowd... It's got the same sort of vibe as that. It's, as I say, it's very relatable, very warm. It's very nice to see a mother-daughter relationship as we are. Sometimes Emily's the mum of the outfit. Sometimes I'm the daughter of the outfit. It's just a good bit of escapism for 35 minutes. It's a nice, easy listen.
2: And also you deal with people's dilemmas as well, like on the therapy couch as well. People can actually message you in. How do you find being the agony aunt now?
1: Oh, it's fun. I mean, I I do a disclaimer. I'm not Frasier Crane, that's for sure. But um, yeah, it's just you know hearing some, hearing a mum opinion, hearing a daughter opinion. But at the moment, I think a, an awful lot of our listeners will be Emily's age and younger. So, but as the pod grows, we'll be getting more people going. I got a lovely message from a girl saying, "Look, mum, you have to listen to this podcast. You'll love it." And it wouldn't have been something that a mum maybe would never have picked up. And then underneath, but my mum absolutely loves it. She's binging it now. So we'll get more mums on, so they'll be more interested. I think at the moment, the interest is on Emily's advice and just my bit thrown in for fun.
2: You can hear Rachel along with Emily Backer on the Mother Half podcast every Friday where you get your podcast from. And if you love Made in Chelsea, there are episodes of Secure and Secure with all of Emily's exes, Harvey Armstrong and Miles Nazaire, alongside Sam Prince, Liv Bentley, Temps, Judith Chowdhury, James Maver. There's loads of Made in Chelsea people on the Secure and Secure podcast. So do go and check them out. And if you love Skin and Secure, then please do rate, review and subscribe to where you're listening so we can keep spreading the word. It's okay to be okay. I'm Johnny Sefer Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, thank you and goodbye.